1: Hello, hello, and happy Friday. Yes, it is beautiful out here in Chicago. It has just turned my mood totally around, even though this morning was a shit show. (laughs) I sometimes am like, I called my husband after leaving daycare and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can keep doing it. This whole mom thing just (laughs) wears on me some days. I had So Carson's been really struggling at daycare for like the past few weeks. It's getting worse. We're working on getting some help um, because Nick and I just are at a loss. We don't know what to do anymore. Um, There's a lot of fear, I think, anxiety that he's dealing with. So anyways, he's been very difficult. It's been emotionally challenging for me too. And this morning was no different. He was crying before we got there. He was crying in the parking lot, crying. And it's like like he's trying to hold it back and he's just crying. And... I go to get Taylor out of the car seat to give her to her teachers. And I feel like warmth wet on my hand. And I was like, I think that might be poop. And so I look at my hand, I have poop on my hand. I look down at my shirt. I have poop on my shirt. And I was like, mm, okay, she had a blow out in the car, obviously on the way over here. I kind of heard her like working on it, but sometimes you never know. And it was a new shirt. It was my first time wearing it. She was in a new outfit. Like we both looked so cute. And then I have Carson hanging on my leg crying. I have to literally like drag him on my leg into the room because the teachers can't come out of the room and get him. I have to like get him into the room and then they can take him. It's just, it was a morning. It was a morning and it's okay. But oh my gosh, I was like, can anything else happen right now? It's just one of those things. But we've turned the day around. Liz and I have already had a very productive morning. Yep. It's been a good day. I just listened to some stuff that calmed me down on the way over. I took a couple deep breaths, and today we need to talk about having consciousness and awareness around what is going on in your life. Like, I could have taken what happened to me this morning and let it ruin my entire day. Let it impact me, stress me out, then I take it out on everything else that's going on today, everyone else that I encounter. But I have to have the consciousness and awareness of, okay, my children are children, they struggle with emotional, you know, explanations. They struggle with talking to me about what's going on. This is part of being a mom. Everything is fine. I am fine. Move on with the day. And it's, it's so often we see people just going through life, hoping for the best. Like, hoping that their diet's going to work out even though they're not trying very hard on it or they're not putting in full effort into it, hoping that their body's just going to figure out all the dysfunction on its own without actually putting an effort towards, you know, can you tell when you're bloated versus when you're not? Can you identify when you're not sleeping well versus when you are? Can you identify all of these things that are going on? And also the choices that you make in a day, are you even the one making them? Or are you just letting life happen to you? Are you just being a victim of your circumstance? Because I think so many people don't even have consciousness of what they're doing in a day. It's just, oh, you know, life's really stressful right now. So, you know, I've gained about 15 pounds and it just is, it's really hard. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, things are hard for everyone, you know, but I think we need to take a deeper look into like, what choices have you made? And are you taking responsibility for those choices?
0: Well, and just like your situation this morning, you could have easily gone to Starbucks, got banana bread or some really high sugar mm-hmm. carb meal, you know, to comfort yourself. A lot of people do that subconsciously. They don't even know mm-hmm. that they are making these choices because they are suppressing emotions or they're basically dealing with the emotions with those actions of, yeah. you know, I'm going to go make myself feel better because my kids were a pain in the ass this morning. I got poop on my shirt and my son was crying. And now I feel mm-hmm. frustrated and sad and angry and all of the things, you know, as a mom. And so, It's like, how do we bring back this awareness level to be conscious of the choices that we're making and how we're responding to triggers? I've been having a lot of really good conversations with a couple of girls that I'm working with that are in uh, college right now. And we're talking a lot about how do you give your power away to other people when you feel stressed out, your roommate pisses you off, you get into this argument, you're in New York City and your dad, you know, is calling you and telling you things that, are frustrating you and so you're getting into these arguments and like over you know distance here and you want to go and you want to binge eat, you want to comfort yourself. Same situation can apply for anybody across the board. It could be your spouse, it could be your coworker, it doesn't have to be your kids or you know, somebody across the country. But when things get challenging and you feel these emotions rising, are you aware right now of how you respond to these triggers? Do you suppress? Do you use food as comfort? Do you resort to these things that do not align with your goals to make you feel better? Give you that little boost of dopamine. And then a couple hours later, you feel like shit, your blood sugar is crashed. Now you're craving more things or you feel really tired and exhausted and you're mad at yourself because you got a stomachache and you knew that you shouldn't do, you know, have made these choices this morning, but you're not aware of why you're doing these things. And so you have nothing to improve upon. So step one is that you've got to start thinking. You have to become conscious. You have to become aware because if you're dealing with, as Becca mentioned before, health issues, digestive issues, weight loss resistance, hormonal imbalances, things do not just fix themselves. Everything that we do in our life adds up. Choices that we make, they're going to accumulate to help you Make progress towards your goals, or support your health, or they're going to hinder you. And so you have to start to take responsibility for these things, and stop the victim mentality, and stop saying "woe is me." Stop blaming other people. This is a form of self sabotage when we place blame on my kids who were frustrating this, this, me this morning and got me, you know, all emotional at daycare drop off. You can't blame other people. You have to start to look internally and say, like Becca said, re- regroup yourself reframe things, go on with your day, make it a good day. Because in when you give your power to other people, you will never achieve your goals.
1: Yeah. And I think we, we also get to this place where like we are living in a body that we don't even understand anymore. Like we don't listen to it. We don't evaluate why it's feeling, how it's feeling. We just kind of accept. Like no, I, you know, I developed hypothyroidism at some point, And now I have gut issues and constipation and bloating. And I don't sleep through the night. And I like, why do you accept feeling crappy? Why? Why do you accept it? Why aren't you doing everything in your power to identify the reasons to not take, you know, no for an answer from doctors from whoever you're working with? Like, you are meant to be healthy. The body is meant to be healthy. And as hard of a pill as it is to swallow, the reason you are where you are is probably because of the choices you've made the past year, five years, 10 years. We don't realize that stress accumulates on the body. So whether it is the stress of being you know, a mom in the early years of being a mom and lack of sleep and not nourishing your body, not giving your body adequate calories that it needs, overtraining and overexercising, running it into the ground, doing trying to do all the things. And then we end up in this place of dysfunction. And we think like, my body's failing me. What about you're failing your body? What about I need to do more things? I need to be better for my body. Whenever I am feeling crappy, sure. I have a little pity party for a couple minutes and usually text Liz and I'm like, why is this happening? What's going on with my body? And then Liz brings me back to earth and she's like, um, you're super stressed right now because Taylor's teething and Carson's being really emotional and you haven't slept well. And like, we need to be those investigators. And I know these things. It's easy to get emotional about it. We're not faulting anyone for having that emotional period of like, you know, this sucks. Woe is me. I think we all go through that. But what you need to evaluate is how long are you letting yourself go through that? Has it been years that you're in the woe is me phase? Has it been decades that you're in the woe is me and now you're just in a constant state of complaining about things and never actually working to fix them for more than three or four days. And if it doesn't work, it's like, ah, this isn't for me. No, we need to start having this consciousness and awareness of one, what are my choices and how are they adding up for me? Two, not playing the victim anymore, saying I have control over more than I realize. And I think the biggest thing, you have to plan for things. Like the reason that I was resilient to this morning Guess what I did yesterday? I packed all my food for today to go to Liz's. I had my oatmeal and my eggs packed. I had my lunch packed. I have my snacks. I had all of those things I put together last night. This morning, I woke up early. I got in my workout and sure, getting out of the house is always tough. No matter how freaking early we wake up, we are still rushing out of the house at the last minute. I don't know why it happens, but it always happens. Moms out there, you know what I mean. Like you can put all of the extra work in advance, but you're still rushing out of the house at the last second. But at the end of the day, I put in this work up front to plan for my day to plan and time block. And Liz and I had a plan of what we were going to accomplish today. We even time blocked it this morning when we got together. I had all of the things in place to make my day successful. So this morning sucked. There's no doubt about it. I hate leaving Carson when he's like that. Getting poop on my new shirt was very upsetting. I <laughs> was very upset about it in the bathroom, like trying to scrub it off at the daycare, asking for Tide pens from everyone. I'm, you know, it all sucked. I was able to reconvene very easily because I had set myself up for success in other parts of my life. What I'm saying is that when you plan, when you prepare, when you put in the work, when you make time for yourself, stress doesn't hit you so hard. You become more resilient to it. The choices I was able to make became much easier because I had already made them when I wasn't in an emotional state. I had already made the choice that I have eggs, I have my oatmeal, I have my food for the day. I don't need to be in an emotional state of... I don't have anything prepared for today because I didn't do anything last night. I was kind of hoping for the best. I was hoping to make good choices today, but now I'm stressed and now I'm going to act emotionally and then we screw ourselves. And so we need to start thinking ahead. We need to plan for as much as possible and you can't control everything in life. Of course you can't, but what you can control, you should. And that makes you much more resilient to the things that happen that you can't control and they don't become your excuse they don't become your reason for why you've been stuck for the past however many years you've been stuck. You start working beyond that. And that is what I think a lot of people struggle with, because we aren't even at that first step of having consciousness, of having the consciousness of what are my choices and how are they impacting how I feel.
0: Yep. And at the end of the day, this is nothing that anybody can do for you. Like ultimately, you have to be the person that becomes aware of these things, that takes that look in the mirror, that starts evaluating and assessing things because you're the person that's in charge of your life, not your husband, not your kids, not your boss, not your coworkers, not your mom, not your dad, nobody but you. Can help you solve your problems. You can have guidance, you can have support, you can have accountability. That's what good coaches do. That's what we do with many, many of our clients, all of our clients, thousands of clients at this point that we've helped change you know, their life. But at the end of the day, every single one of them did the work themselves. And we always remind our clients of that. Like, I'm so happy that you're feeling so good, but this is also a direct result of you trusting the process and following through with action. Because the only person that can take action every single day when you are by yourself because you're with yourself 24/7. Maybe sometimes you don't like to be with yourself, but you're with yourself 24/7. You're in your head 24/7 or your head, you know, is with you 24/7, I should say, because sometimes like where did that thought come from? You know, and so you got to reframe and you got to shift these things, but if you want to take charge of your life, you cannot wait for anybody else to do things for you. You have to start doing these things yourselves. You have to take a look in the mirror. You have to decide How am I going to change things moving forward? And again, we've talked about this many times on podcasts, it does not have to be drastic. You can start with small changes. You can start with, as Becca mentioned, planning ahead for the next day so that you aren't finding yourself in the McDonald's drive-thru because you've had an emotional morning and you're stressed Mm -hmm. out, right? Yeah, You know that you can fall back on the plan that you already have in place. You tell yourself, just get to work, listen to your favorite tunes, listen to a podcast like The Food Code or whatever it is that makes you happy and fills your cup up. And you just remind yourself, I've got a plan in place. I'm not giving my power or my control away to anybody else because I am the person that's choosing to be conscious think for myself and make the right choices more times than I'm not. Not all of us will make right choices all the time. I do not make the right choice all the time. Becca does not make the right choice all the time. But when you are aware of these things and you can be intentional with actively planning and preparing for trigger situations that you know you've responded to negatively in the past, you set yourself up to succeed. Yeah. And you do that day in and day out. And every day you get a little bit better at it. Mm-hmm. And every day these things phase you a little bit less.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an actionable thing that I find very helpful because I think a lot of people struggle, especially it's about to be summertime. You get caught up in the moment. It's warm out and everyone's on the patio at the restaurant drinking. Or you go over to the, your friend's pool and they have chips and sauce out and all of the yummy foods. And it's like these things start to accumulate and add up. And so something that I do is I try to have like a 360 view of what's going on in my life. If I'm in this moment and I want this thing, whatever it is, a glass of wine or two, a couple, you know, some chips and salsa, tacos, whatever is going on, ice cream, I stop for a moment and I think, What have I done in the past week? Have I been consistent with my food? Have I had more sweets than normal? Have I had drinks more than normal? Have I worked out? Like, what have I done to put me in a good place to enjoy this right now in moderation and move on? Do I also have anything coming up in the future? (coughs) Sorry, still working through a cough. Do I have anything up coming up in the future? Do I have, you know, any events tomorrow, the next day, in the next week that are things that I do want to enjoy, that I do want to be able to indulge a little bit in. Then maybe in this moment, I'm going to pass on this because I want to enjoy that moment without having too much of an accumulation effect. And so having this 360 view helps you kind of pause, buffer, and evaluate in those moments that you might be emotionally driven otherwise to make a better decision in the grand scheme of things and in the big view. Because at the end of the day, guys, you can enjoy things. You can enjoy things in the moment, in the summertime, in the birthday event, whatever it is. But the problem is that so many people live only in the moment that they then wake up in three, four months, a year, two years, and they're like, oh, wow, living in the moment made me gain 20 pounds because I never really considered the future or the past. And so if we can start to look and keep our head on a swivel, you can start to kind of build this healthy moderation for yourself by, you know not overdoing it more than like once every couple of weeks or once every few weeks and when you do enjoy those things try to focus on how you feel too that's another huge thing that I think a lot of people are just not aware of we come we become so in you know engulfed in the moment of drinks and the drinks are flowing and the food's there and I'm drunk and now I'm eating all the foods and we don't stop and realize like I'm super bloated or I'm really full or Oh, tomorrow I might wake up hungover and we just keep consuming and we just, you know, throw our, throw everything to the wind, YOLO, and we don't think about it at all. And we like ignore it because it's like that feeling I'm feeling right now might actually make me make a different decision that's slightly uncomfortable for me to make, like stopping drinking in this moment or putting the chips down or whatever it is. And so try to be aware of what your body is telling you. And sometimes you got to slow down to do that and you got to really talk to yourself internally and be like is this right for me right now sure i want it in the moment but i want a lot of things in the moment that aren't going to serve me long term and so what would you teach your toddler sure you want ice cream all the time i get that carson but ice cream's not good for us to have in large amounts every single day and so we need to be a little bit smart for our health so like how would you talk to your child in this situation Try to evaluate and try to evaluate, is your body telling you something that maybe what you're doing is not serving it super great? Yep. You said it all. It's just, this is something that I never used to have. And so I'm very passionate about it. And I get very upset about it because I wish, I mean, I had to learn it on my own. And I think a lot of people do learn it on their own. Sometimes I had coaches along the way, but it took me probably a couple years to develop this on my own. And it, you know what it took? Is it took me waking up on Sundays a lot being like, I feel like shit. I don't like how I feel right now. Why do I keep doing this? And it took me multiple times of that over and over again. And then what bothers me the most, and I know not everyone's this way, I hate my workouts on Monday and Tuesday after I overindulge on a weekend. I hate feeling weak in the gym. I hate feeling like I did this. This was my fault because it is, it is my fault. And I hate how I feel. Why should I feel shitty for three days so I can enjoy one night? And it took me multiple, multiple times to be like, you know what? This is enough. I don't like this. And now I finally have a hold of it. Yeah. You have to experience
0: it for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can do all the work and planning and having all the best intentions ahead of time, but you really have to get to a point where you decide that these things are simply not worth it, right? Like for me, there's certain foods that don't even faze me anymore because I don't want to sit on the toilet and feel like I am super ill for a whole entire day because I ate the pizza. Um, it just not worth it to me. And so it's funny because we were actually talking this morning about, um, some family friends that are in their mid 50s that just love to party and go out all the time i'm like i don't even know how they do that because this mom has to sleep at 9 p.m most nights
1: well mid 50s your kids are grown and usually yeah. out of the house so like i might be able to do that at some point again but i don't even know if i want to
0: yeah i don't think that i i don't think that i could do it every night it's, it's a lot um plus we just know that it's not great for our health so anyways what we're saying, guys, is you have to start to evaluate. You have to have this level of awareness and consciousness and think for yourselves. Like, Use common sense. Use your brain. Become conscious and aware. Wake up to your life and the decisions that you're making and how it impacts you. You've probably seen Beck and I post several times. You've listened to other podcasts that we've talked about. The signs or the symptoms that you're having right now are signs that things are not working optimally. Bloating, gas, constipation, heartburn, acid reflux, diarrhea, all these things are signs that your body needs something different because things are not working the way that they should. (coughs) Same thing when it comes to fatigue, brain fog, skin issues, eczema, psoriasis, PMS issues, headaches, migraines, all of these things are your check engine lights. And what you need to start doing is evaluate the choices that you're making and how that impacts you physically and know that those symptoms are not normal. Some people will settle thinking that these symptoms they have are just normal. Like it's just normal for me to wake up in the middle of the night multiple times or, oh, it was so hot. And so I just kept waking up and you know that's why I'm exhausted today. And that's why I overeat the carbs and the sugar because I was craving these things. Like, nope, your sleep signs are also not normal. You should be able to fall asleep, have a good night's sleep, wake up feeling rested. And so if you're struggling with these things right now, I'm going to challenge all of you, start to chart all of your actions, chart your food, chart your emotions, start making correlations. How do your behaviors impact your food choices and vice versa? How do you feel? There's really, really great books out now that are talking about the impact of food on our brain and our psychology. And this is one thing that time and time again, a lot of people are blaming you know certain medications that they're on or depression or anxiety. That's just something that they've accepted as a diagnosis. No, your choices with your food and what you are eating every single day impact all of that. And so take ownership, take accountability, become aware of these things, and then start to work to become just a little bit better. If you need help, hire somebody, hire a therapist, hire a coach, a nutritional practitioner, like Liz Rebecca, <laughs> anybody that you need in your corner to help you break through some of these things, ask for help. Make that choice because the longer that you prolong it, the longer you're going to stay stuck in this cycle. And you keep thinking that you can do it on your own. The hard truth today is what you're doing isn't working. If you're still feeling like shit and you're still feeling like every Monday you find yourself in the cycle of starting over and I'm going to do better this week and I'm going to try this diet, I'm going to do this supplement protocol. And none of that seems to work because you're not giving things the proper time and you need support and you need accountability and you need guidance and you need education, then hire somebody and ask for help. So that is all we have for you today. Start to chart these things track your behaviors, track those triggers, become aware of those things so that you can start to change how you respond. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.